Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We'll speak to Jamie Lovett in a moment or two, but I reckon he's heard this vision many, many times. Let's listen to the audio of Glentanius just stomping up yesterday in the Baggett Handicap. 250 metres to go. Glentanius takes a maid. They go together from Grand Piero ruling. Glentanius at the clock tower. Drew a length and a half. Two lengths in front of a maid. Grand Piero ruling. And Glentanius has been going so well. And it's the cream on the cake. It's the Baggett in 2024. Glentanius, two lengths. There you go. There's Glentanius winning quite comfortably in the Baggett handicap. Yesterday, Jamie Lovett, I don't know whether he was there or not, but he would have been glued to the screens if he wasn't because it was a nice win from his uh, progressive stayer. He's been good enough to jump on the line and join me on Giddy Up. Jamie, good morning and congratulations again with Glantanius. Yeah, morning, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. He was very good yesterday. He was. was, uh, It was a pretty uh, painless uh, watch for, 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 I guess, for us that are... Uh, less invested than you are with him. But um, how did you go with it? It did look a, a pretty cruisy watch. He sort of cruised up into the race and uh, Damian Lane gave him a, quite a nice ride and he did the rest. Yeah, absolutely. Look, he um, he put the riding on the wall with his, his um, win prior to that and obviously we were just hopeful that he'd run that trip right out yesterday and I thought he paraded a lot better. He looked quite relaxed in the yard. I think with the... I think it was a 10-day turnaround. I think certainly um, played into his favour because he, he sort of had been over-racing a little bit and that was, I think, the only question mark for me. But he certainly picked that box yesterday and obviously Damien Lane gave him a lovely ride and he just let it all unfold and it was a fairly painful watch from the half-mile home. He sort of looked to have, have, have them covered and I think it's onwards and upwards now. He's the sort of horse that's... Um, but Anthony and, and Sam have done a great job with the horse. He had a little setback off the aircraft when we purchased him out of the Tattersall sale. So it's been a long road for the owners, but they're certainly their patience is being rewarded now. Absolutely, it is. So I want to go back to the to the uh, the I guess the parading. I was at Mooney Valley uh, a couple of weeks ago when he was he was uh, he looked like a, a highly strung stay, a sprinter. He was up and about. He was pig rooting. He was doing all sorts of things. He's, was that a one-off that day? It didn't affect his performance, but certainly, uh, I guess those who who like to watch horses in the yard, and when you put that together with a with a horse needing to get over a trip, it's it, it can make you a little bit nervous. But it didn't seem to worry his performance. Is he is he a highly strung horse, or, or was that a one-off? Yeah, look, probably a better question for Sam. But I, I obviously I don't know the horse, um, you know, day in day out. But to, to look at him in the parade that day that you reference, he. He did look a little bit full of himself, but I think too that he had a lot of a long time off racing. And I was only looking at his profile last night after the win. He still quite lightly raced his horse, and as I, I mentioned before, he sort of had a little setback off the aircraft, so he had a fair bit of time out. And I think, um, yeah, I look at him now. He's, he's certainly racing up to the expectations we had for him when we purchased him out of that Tattersall Sale. So. Um, 
yeah, as I say, I just think yesterday it sort of just ticked that box that you don't know if you get them out to a staying trip. And the way he sort of ran through the line at 2,800, sort of the two mile doesn't hold any real concerns now. And Damien Lane's a lovely um, pair of hands on him. He just, the way that he, I guess he's half taught the horse to relax because as you say, he, was, he just sort of wanted to be a little bit keen last start, but he, um, he certainly wasn't that way yesterday. No, not at all. He was uh, absolutely fantastic uh, yesterday. So he's he's won a he's won a seventy. He's won a benchmark seventy eight, and then he's picked up the baggot yesterday. How how far you you you've been in this game a long time, particularly you know what it takes with Stayers. How how far do you think he can go? Because you know he doesn't seem like, as you said, the twenty eight hundred is going to stop him at all. And two miles certainly looks like it's it's up at his alley. Now I guess when we say two miles, everyone straight away thinks of a of a Melbourne Cup, but you've got Adelaide Cups and, and certain other races. So how, how, what do you think might be in store for him or what do you think his ceiling might be? Well, look, I think, you know, like like us all, when we're, we're buying these horses out of Europe to target the big staying races down here, you dare to dream. And, I mean, from an owner's perspective, he, he passed the ballot for the Melbourne Cup yesterday. So you know, whether he's got the class to sort of be competitive come November, you know, we're yet to see, but certainly... You know, we're in the right camp. Obviously, the, the lads have had a, a big 12 months with, without a fight. They, you know, they've forgotten more about Cups than most of us know. Anthony Friedman um, would probably target us. I would have, without talking to the guys, I'd say that the Roy Higgins has been floated. That's sort of a, I think I'm right in saying that's a winning your in um, race. So I guess he'd probably have a little quiet time now and then come, you know, Getting deeper into the year, we look at those sort of races of Roy Higgins and possibly onto a Sydney Cup if he, if he continues to hold his form. Well, it's certainly going to be exciting for for, for you guys and for the owners. Uh, the patience is uh, is slowly being rewarded, that's for sure. A couple of other horses that you've got at Australian Bloodstock. I'm keen to ask you about. Acquitted was was um, very very good, winning in Queensland a couple of weeks ago now. So, uh, what's uh, what are the plans with Acquitted moving forward? Yeah, look, he, he's uh, he's a horse that we've always had a very high opinion of. He, he was, it just took a little while to find his feet here in Australia. Chris Lees was always of the opinion that he was a, a very good horse, but he had a couple of luckless runs and he found a couple of very fast tracks that he didn't enjoy. And he let rip, let rip one day on a on a soft um, softish track, and we sort of saw what we thought we had, um, but. Look, he's just sound as a bell at present. And the way he won the other day, ratings-wise, would suggest it was a career-best run, certainly for us. Um, so, look, I think he's earned the right now. Chris will back off, and there's not a lot for him this time of year now. But he's, I think he's the sort of horse that Chris is keen to target a, a Doncaster handicap here in Sydney. You know, traditionally, you can find wet tracks in the, in the autumn in Sydney. Um, and certainly, his profile's like a horse. He's, he's best-formed. At present, that a mile. Um, we'd still love to get him out to a mile and a quarter. He's a horse that I think, you know, he's bred to get that trip. And I, and I do think that the way he ran through the line the other day, uh, a mile and a quarter certainly poses no concern. So uh, he's got the whole autumn ahead of him and he's an exciting horse for his owner. He absolutely is. That was a, a fantastic performance. I guess a few of us, I heard Chris Lee speaking, uh, you know, a few of us were wondering, oh, is he just a wet tracker? But that was a very, very good performance uh, on yeah, the ground. Yeah, he was quite dominant the other day. And he ran very mm. fast time on fast ground. So he's certainly not only a wet tracker, but yeah, look, if he were to find a, uh, a forgiving 
wet track, then uh, look, he, he goes to another level, certainly. Absolutely. Uh, have you purchased your, your next Melbourne Cup winner recently? Have you been uh, on the hunt? Have you been uh, been active lately in terms of buying horses and, and bringing some imports in because you've had amazing success doing so? Yeah, look, what we actually, I don't know if I've got the Cup winner amongst it, but we've, we've had we've bought 17 at um, in Europe, the Tatters for sale and a couple of private purchases. So they've all arrived here at the farm. Um there's still a couple available actually on the website if anyone's looking to get involved in one of those types of staying horses that, that we, um, we enjoy bringing out from the UK. Um, there's some lovely exposed horses there and there's quite a number of unexposed sort of maiden class one horses where you just don't know where the, where the ceiling is with them. They're, they're bred to get ground and they've got form out of races in the UK that would suggest that they can sort of go on with it here in Australia. But probably the, the horse that we're most keen to get back racing the horse called Earl of Tyrone he's with um, uh, Kieran and David in, in Victoria there and he's a horse that he'll be targeted to the Sydney Cup and I'm hoping we can get him into a Melbourne Cup into the spring Looking forward to that yeah there's a few horses there on the Australian Bloodstock website australianbloodstock.com.au got to, uh, if good enough to jump on the line so we'll give the website a plug and yeah true to form Monty be quick and Saxon King there's a few uh, few horses uh, online you can Get involved with how how hard have how much have you seen the I guess the um, the syndication landscape change? We're seeing these you know micro shares and there's there's endless amount of uh, syndicators these days. You've done it for for a long time and with as much or more success than than anyone. How have you seen the landscape change? Oh, look, I think it's like everything. The it's very competitive. Um, I think like any business, I think you you judge by your by your results, uh, and long may that last. If you get results, then your owners get a return, and whether it's financial or just uh, engagement, it, it's certainly a space that you know. Every year, there's there's more players, I guess, but it's certainly um, we're well rewarded here in Australia with our prize money. So it's, there's plenty to to chop up if you like. And um, I know from our point of view that the engagement in 2023 was our best ever as far as new ownership and opportunities. So, um, you know, it's the old saying, you, you only have to take 5% of the horse, but you get 100% of the fun. And that's um, a model here in Australia that I think we're the envy of, certainly in, in Europe and the UK, when you talk to the guys over there, they they um, they love our model. And you'll see the Magic Millions this week and, and next, a lot of the European agents and, and um, participants that, get out to Australia because, um, you know, as I say, we're the envy of the world, really. Yeah, it certainly is exciting. And, and I guess in a time where we're, we're nervous about wagering and, and attendances and those sorts of things, to hear you say that 2023 was, was the best for your business in terms of engagement, that's uh, certainly positive for the industry. Uh, Glentanius's future is incredibly positive. Jamie, love it. We thank you for your time. Good luck with him and good luck with uh, all of your horses moving forward. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks very much. There's Jamie Lovett from Australian Bloodstock and Glentanius. He is a he is an exciting animal. It was good to uh, get Jamie on the line. We'll also speak to his uh, co-trainer uh, Sam Friedman in the next hour. So uh, plenty to be excited about, and it is a great Australian Bloodstock. One of the first, and just certainly one of the most successful uh, syndication companies in Australia. It's incredibly competitive these days. You can. Um, join up and, and be a part of any type of syndication you want. There's certainly my racehorses and those types with the with the micro shares, but Australian Bloodstock have been doing it 
uh, as good, if not better, than anyone for a long time. Uh, and you've only got to look back through Melbourne Cups and Group 1 races to learn that. Let's get to uh, our first break.